name is Mike Keating. I pastor this great church by the grace of God. Oh, thank you for enthusiasm. <laughs> um, I'm actually doing a sermon that I did about five years ago, but I'm conscious that I had the children in church and uh, listening to me for half an hour in a monologue presentation is probably difficult for even the older people. So we're going to break up a lot of video work this morning. Uh, so um, trust that you'll be blessed by what we're doing. But God is good, and it's great to have the uh, India team back. Good to see you, David. Looking very good. And I saw Charity and uh, some Rebecca and but Delaney, is you in church? God bless you. We'll have to find out about all your uh, adventures over in India as they've just returned from being away for two weeks, which is awesome. Now, this year, we are planning to have the best year ever in the life of our church. And we are really positioned well. We seem to have the right people with the right gifts and the right heart in the right position. So that really helps enormously. And we are going to um, do some things very different this year. So I want to get you really on board and involved with everything. Next Sunday, we're starting our Sunday Night Light series again. And we're starting, even though it's a long weekend, I know, but our special guest speakers under the spotlight on the couch will be Malcolm and Marjorie Smith from Team Challenge. Now, Malcolm has an amazing story as being a divorced minister and then coming across the Nullarbor to build Team Challenge here in West Australia with $45 in the bank. And today, it's worth millions of dollars I'm their treasurer, that's why I've got white hair, but they have built the largest Teen Challenge Drug and Rehab Centre in the Southern Hemisphere. That's an amazing story. But alongside of that, Marjorie, his wife, there is only one Marjorie. Anybody ever met Marjorie? There's only one Marjorie. Well, she actually contracted the worst form of skin cancer known to human beings and should have died, but she's still alive with a testimony to tell. So this would be a great couple to sit on the couch and say, hey, tell us the good times, tell us the bad times. How did you get through some of those difficult times when, you know, the world's saying you're going to die? So that would be a great thing. All right, so this morning we're going to start with a video, Only Imagine. Turn to your neighbor and say, Only Imagine.
this is the team Hoyts, the father and Ricky's son, who's uh, quite chronically disabled, and yet uh, they were able to uh, build this computer system that uh, enabled him to communicate through the blinking of an eye. And by blinking of the eye, he could actually choose to write something. And of course, the very first word that Rick ever wrote was the word can. Wasn't caught by his limitations, but was open to what God can do. And in Jesus Christ, we can do exceedingly more than what we may ask or think. We tend to be locked down by our limitations, but God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Hebrews chapter 12 from the uh, message version says, You see what this means, all these pioneers who blaze the way, all these veterans cheering us on. It means we better get on with it. Strip down, start running, and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished this race that we're in. Because and studying how he did it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way. The cross, shame, whatever. And he's now there, the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourselves flagging in your faith, go over that story again, item by item, that long litany of hostility that how how he plowed through it. And that will shoot adrenaline into your soul. Does someone want some adrenaline today? Well, think of Jesus and what he went through. Keep your eyes upon Jesus and what he went through and came out the other side victorious, and that will shoot adrenaline into your soul. Too often, you and I focus on what we don't have instead of focusing on what we do have. We are like the servant of Elisha who can see the enemies but does not see the chariots of God. We think we are limited, but God calls each of us to go beyond our human limitation. Amen? Next video. Thank you.
can't play football? Why not? Well, you don't have legs. It's amazing how many times we have greatness stolen away from us because of the limitations that the world puts on us, our history puts on us, uh, what the devil puts on us, and yet the Bible challenges us to live lives of greatness. Friends, the word of the Lord to us today is that we are to go beyond our natural circumstances. Why? Because you are supernatural. Thank God for whatever natural abilities we all have. We all deal with what we have. This is the only body I will ever get. But I look to God super on my natural to do that which will bring God glory in the world. Can you say amen? It's amazing how sin steals from us. You go right back to the Garden of Eden after the foot been tricked by the devil and deceived and partaking of that fruit. God goes through the garden crying out, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? And could I say today, there are Adams here today and the voice of the Lord is, Adam, where are you? And we are hiding in the bushes because we, even though God seeks us, we don't seek God because of shame or failure or circumstances. We know we've been conned. And so eventually God calls Adam out of the bushes and says, where were you, Adam? He says, well, I heard your voice. There's a voice here today crying out, Adam, where are you? But you've got to respond to the voice. Just not good enough to hear it, but respond. But the reluctance was we were ashamed and we were naked. And, Jesus, and, and God, well, I think it was Jesus, but God says to Adam, who told you that you were naked? Who told you you didn't measure up? Who told you there was a problem? Because all God wanted to do was to love and embrace Adam and launch him into their new destiny. So let's encourage one another. Guys, I want to tell you today that God is all that you've dreamed of. 
but never expected. It's like having God as your dad, your biggest fan, your best friend. It's having the king of kings in your cheering section. It's hearing the applause of heaven and you will be home soon. You may not know that you've noticed it, but you are closer to home than what you've ever been before. Every breath taken is a page turned. Every moment is a mile closer. And one day you and I will get to mount the ramp up to heaven and you will be welcomed by someone from the back of the crowd whose name is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Word true and faithful. And he will be standing out there and he will run to you with open arms, with scars in his hands to say, Welcome home! And he will wipe away your tears and you shall arrive. Before you know it, you will get there. And he will be standing there, welcome you home, saying, God bless you. You've made it. Thank you. The next video. The man that ran alongside to help Derek finish was his father. And friends, one, Philippians chapter 1 verse 6, that he who began a good work in you is going to work to complete it. You started together and he wants to finish together. And the moment we break down in the race of life because of humanness or failure or 
disappoint whatever. You need to know that he's running towards you to help you finish. And in the Christian race, guys, it's not about who gets there first because everyone who finishes is a winner. It's the marathon. It's not a sprint. Everyone who finishes the marathon is a winner in the life of race. You can make it. Your heavenly Father is running to help you cross the finish line. On a Cheers to You special, author Winfrey uh, profiled the Project Cuddle, which is a result of one woman just living in a suburban home in America who became aware of an increasing problem that almost seems unthinkable to us in the modern world of babies that are born but then immediately abandoned by their mothers. Often this is the result of uh, drug addiction or the women being uh, underage and living in a place where they can't uh, embrace some place of safety. And so this lady by the name of Debbie Magnuson does a very simple thing. She gets a phone line, toll free, into her lounge room and puts an ad in the paper. 24 hours later, on the 8th of July, 1996, a phone call comes. On the other end of the phone, there's a young woman who won't give a name. But she says, I saw you on TV, and I know the trash is bad for me and my baby. You better figure out what to do with this baby, because otherwise I'm just going to put it in the park. A woman with no prenatal care. She assumed that this was her first week. And uh, arrangements were made, and this child was then adopted, cared for, is now 15 years of age. And some uh, 20 years later, thousands of babies have been rescued simply because someone was prepared to say, I can do something beyond my limitation, the little place in which I now live. Friends, God has called you and I, Ordinary people. Will all the ordinary people wave to me today? Ordinary people. God's called us to do extraordinary exploits. May God lift us high and may he get the glory. Psalm 18, verse 35. Dave Reardon's favorite verse says this. You give me your shield of victory and your right hand sustains me and you stoop down to lift me up to make me great. I thought that was a very good verse myself. (laughs) Isn't that the heart of God, though? He takes the broken, the garbage of the world, people like Mike Keating, and he lifts him up to try and live a life beyond selfishness to make a difference in this world. That's the good news. That's the gospel. And every one of us were called to that. You weren't called to come and sit in a chair 52 weeks of the year. You were called to greatness. You were called to let the power of God, the creator of the universe, the Holy Spirit live in you and generate waves and ripples that change the world where you live to the remotest parts of the earth. And you can do it because God says that I can do exceedingly more than what we ask or imagine in Jesus Christ according to the power that works within us. Friends, let's live great. Next video. Thank you, guys.
There is a little bit at the end of that where Simon, nasty Simon, says, uh, I just like that. Just finding someone that has an ordinary job, just a very ordinary existence, and you suddenly discover with them greatness. And I love that thought, that within this congregation here, that right next to you and you and the person sitting next to you, there could be greatness. Thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> Greater is he that's within you than he that's in the world. Then there's greatness. There's a, there's a book in you. There's a song in you. There's a musical instrument. There's a ministry. There's a gift. There's a, a business. There's a relationship. That There is something within you by the grace and favor of God that God has planted in you and me to help make this a better world. I believe that. I believe that the devil wants to push us down, put ceilings on our capacity. But God wants to lift those things away from us that you and I might live bigger and better for His glory. Not for me, but for His glory. That's what I believe. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won the victory over all that's out in the world because the Spirit lives in you. And he is greater than the spirit that's in the world. 1 John 4 verse 4. So you are more than what you think you are. And you can do more than what you think you can do. And you are more wonderful than what you perceive. There is an ordinary person with greatness within. That's all of us. Next video, please.
Amazing, isn't it? I mean, I think the problem with the world today is attitude. I mean, sometimes you get attitude, yeah? But attitude's the key. In fact, I'm just reading a book right now called Mindsets, written by a psychologist who's done years of experience, uh, 20 years of research. It's a PhD thesis. And she says, basically, if you boil it all down, you end up with two different mindsets. One mindset is that it's closed. It's fixed. And you're locked into this thing, this idea of this is what it is and it's never going to change. I am who I am. This is my lot in life. And that's a closed mindset. And in general, that's where all the mental health issues come, all the problems come. And the, the other mindset is openness to growth and to change and positiveness. Rick Steins is a man that suffers from cerebral palsy. And uh, he will minister around the United States and around the world today with incredible uh, influence. He'll come up on the stage and preach the gospel. And he'll often just tell people that when I was first born, I started to go, I was told that I'll never get married, that I'll never ride a bicycle, that I'll never have children, and I'll never have a life of significance. And there he's up on stage and talking through his very broken voice. He will say, my name is Rick Steins. I said I'd never ride a bicycle. I rode a bicycle. I said I'd never get married. I got married. They said I'd never have children because I got four and one more to come. They said I'd never be able to speak in public like this. I'm speaking to you now. My name is Rick Steins. I have cerebral palsy. What's your excuse? It's a fair point, isn't it? It's a fair point. Why not live with what you've got? This young man that we've just seen, he could actually be trapped by the fact, I can't see, I'm blind, and that's going to limit my life forever, and I'll never be able to do with all this stuff. Or he could say, okay, I might have a problem in this area, but I've still got my ears, I've still got my feet, I've still got my tongue. What have you still got? Are you breathing? God can use you. Okay, some of you are not convinced. Okay, last one. Hebrews 10, 24, we said this last week. Let us be inventive how we can be effectively encouraging love and helping each other out, not avoiding worshipping together, some do, but spurring one another on, encouraging, especially as we see the big day approaching. Now, we're going to watch this next video. I almost always cry when I see this video.
a lot of this stuff has featured disabled people. Yeah, just hold it just for a sec. Pause. Pause. Pause, yeah. It's okay. We, a lot of these videos concentrate on uh, people with disabilities. I want you to know that whilst I am physically quite able, my body still works sometimes, I want to tell you my heart, in my internal world, I feel as disabled as any person there is. You don't leave home at 14 years of age with your school bag and everything in it after challenging your dad for a fight. And then living on the streets, living by your wits, sleeping in cars, being exposed to all the exploitation that happens, suffering from chronic depression, suicide, uh, teenage alcohol. That leaves a mark on you. Unless Jesus had saved me, I, would, I wouldn't be here today. So I feel incredibly paralyzed in my internal world. But through Jesus Christ and embracing his grace, he has been able to keep me functioning reasonably well. Is my trick showing, David? That's the miracle of God, that he can take the most broken, the most damaged, and lift them up and give them a platform in which to be a blessing to the world. So I love this one. Thanks, guys. We'll try again.
Yeah, I, I find that incredibly motivational. Fix your eyes upon Jesus and you will not grow discouraged or give up. And we will finish with our last video. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, again, you know, Nick's doing an amazing job around the world. And I've shared with you before that, you know, he was born to Christian parents, Assembly of God parents. Five went to church, faithful. And when he was born, the, uh, it was a bit of a disappointment. His mother really struggled with how do I raise this very broken individual in the world. And they did their best. And he's just developed this amazing attitude. But one day, as he was just stressed out and uh, concerned about his limitations, he was praying to Jesus, Lord, you know, heal me. And uh, Jesus said to Nick, Nick, if I heal you, do you promise me that you will tell everybody about my love, my power, my grace? And uh, Nick said, yeah, it's a deal, Jesus. 
And then Jesus said to him, Nick, if I don't heal you, are you prepared to tell people about my love and my grace, my power? Who knows that's a harder question to answer. But he said yes. And today he's been around the world. Literally thousands of people have been touched by his testimony. He has a master's degree in accounting and is now married. So he's very happy about that. Isn't God good? We can live far beyond all these limitations, but you need a can-do spirit. There's too many can'ts in the world. Success comes in can. It's an oldie, but it's a goodie. You can do it. If you give your life to Jesus, if you give him your best, and if you listen to the strong voice, you'll hear the Holy Spirit saying, you can keep on keeping on, and I will get you to the finish line. doesn't matter how you fall. only matters how you get up again. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. Have the team up. We're going to sing. Let the... Um, the redeemed, my redeemer lives. Great insight, guys. When that scripture comes from, from the book of Job, Job is not going through a very pleasant time in his life. At that particular time, he's lost his family, he's lost his livelihood, he's lost his uh, health, he's in a place of gross darkness, and he's surrounded by voices that are saying to him, Job, it's your fault. You don't have enough faith. You must have secret sin in your life. You must have upset God somewhere. You must have done this. And he says this, despite all that, he was able to say, no, you're wrong. My no, my redeemer lives. He sang it from the place of darkness. But what a laser beam of light and revelation it is. And just maybe today, if you'll get up and sing that as revelation, I know that my lifter lives, the one who buys me back, the one who commissions me to success. If you could sing that as revelation today, you might just sing your way to freedom. It must be really hot today. <laughs> okay, let's do it. God bless you.